U.S. inflation has jumped by a new 40-year high, increasing by 9.1% over the financial year. That exceeds most forecasts by economists and has fueled expectation of more interest rate hikes. Experts estimated an 8.8% rise to the consumer price index by the end of June, but it went beyond that. The prospect of another 75 basis point increase for interest rates has now been floated by the US Federal Reserve as it looks to curb runaway inflation numbers. Jerome Powell last month already refused to rule out a rise by as much as 100 basis points. That's a full month, a full percentage point. Investor confidence wavered at the higher than expected figures, seeing all of Wall Street's major indexes fall. Tom Petrovsky mentioned earlier, though, that uh, it should still be a steady start for our market today because much of that has been baked in. But let's get a bit more on this now from Evan Lucas. He's our chief market strategist and investment. Hello again, Evan. So, first of all, what did you make of um, of inflation running at this at this new newer high? Seems like there's a high every month. Every month, it was. Uh, in short, it's a shocker. I think that's the only way to describe it. There is. You know, there was hope, there was suggestions in the Ford indicators that inflation may have peaked and that we were going to decline, and that hasn't happened. So what I really want to point out first and foremost is that it now shows that real wages in the U.S. year on year is falling 4.4%, which is the lowest it's ever been since that metric was created back in 2006. So I know it's not the oldest you can ever see, but that is an absolute telling stat that you are now seeing what the biggest theoretical problem with inflation is, which is the erosion of purchasing power in the US. That is clear, front and centre, the biggest takeaway. Then let's strip out the headline figure of of 9.1%. That was driven in main by particularly energy. So if you look at something like petrol, for example, what they call gasoline, it's up 43% in a year, and it was up over 2.5% in two weeks and over almost 7% in the six weeks that they've had since the prices took off. Strip that all out, because what was really clear yesterday is what you've got on screen right now. Shelter, which is their description for housing and for rent, is a third of the overall CPI numbers in the US. That is raising at a level they haven't seen since about 2007, and it was the strongest raising that they've seen in some states on record. So it was up over 0.8 of 1% month on month. It means at the moment for the last six months rental increases in the states are averaging 1% a month, not a year, not a quarter, a month. And that is also where the, the impact of this is coming is on housing. So the final point to the raise, the market last night has now made a bet that in two weeks' time, the probability of that 100 basis point rate rise you talked about is now better than an even chance. It's mm. sitting at 62% chance of 100% basis points. Why that matters is that the other thing about the Fed that doesn't happen here in Australia Their next meeting now, after the July 26 to 28 meeting, isn't until the very end of September. So there's quite a gap in terms of their next meetings and the ability to actually obviously tighten. So Mm. that's why they talk about doing the front end, doing this now rather than waiting, because they don't meet again for at least seven weeks, and that's probably too long in the current scenario. So go hard, go fast. So what are the wider spread repercussions here, Evan? What sort of uh, an impact does that have, say, here? So here we're already seeing it. We know we've talked about this before. The rate rises increases affect us as well. You just have to look at fixed term, um, you know, mortgage rates. They are most likely priced and have gained in funding 
overseas, particularly the US. So that's why you look at you know what is going on in that market here in Australia. We know that fixed you know fixed rate mortgages are basically priced out for you to even think about doing it and having to deal with with the inflation rates and therefore the variable rates we get here. The next thing to learn though is what the RBA has to think about here. We are behind the US with regards to the inflation story, thankfully, at this point in the cycle. But they are possibly also forecasting what we could see and how we have to react to deal with it. And I think that's the way to look at it, is that the RBA and those that are also in the federal government need to look at what's coming out of the US, understand that real wages in the US is going to be something that we're going to have to deal with as well. We're also going to have to deal with inflation. That is going to be maybe not as high as 9.1%, but certainly above 7 and possibly into the 8% range mm. on energy. And we're starting to see that now as well. That That is what we need to be prepared for and therefore acting maybe a little bit faster than we have. And therefore, the RBA is, is in sharp focus for what they do in August and then also again in September in the first two Tuesdays of those months. Okay, Evan Lucas there, the Chief Market Strategist at Investmart. Thank you, Evan.